everyone, and welcome to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I've titled this week's episode, Secret Cupid Exposed. I hope you guys had a good weekend. Speaking of weekends, last weekend, I didn't get to tell you guys about what what I did because I had a guest last week and I meant to bring it up but we we just ran over on time and I never got to talk about it but I wanted to tell you guys I went to a paranormal circus and if you like scary things and horror you will love this if you go on my socials I posted photos so I could show you guys. It was so cool. Again though, if you don't like scary things, I don't advise you to go. When you walk in, it is like a haunted house. It's dark and you're walking down these tunnels or there's several tunnels, but you walk down a tunnel and as you're standing there, I felt something like brush against my leg and I looked down and it's a, a, a woman that looks exactly like the scary chick in the ring you know the one that comes out of the well and comes out of the tv and I was like just totally freaked out totally <laughs> so that's how it started and then you go down this dark tunnel and there's people jumping out there's people grabbing you there's a guy chasing people with a chainsaw there's a clown that's just harassing people there's a doctor walking around with a knife like it was crazy and I loved it so if you love scary stuff you should definitely go to the paranormal circus if it comes to your town for sure I wanted to tell you guys about that because it was a really a lot of fun now Getting back on topic, I do not have any news for this week. I did not see anything except spoilers. And you know that I don't normally like to get into spoilers too much because I don't want to spoil next week for anyone. So there's no news. But before we get started, I want to give a special shout out to Kenneth Clark, 2013. He wrote me some really nice messages that I want to share with everyone. So, Ken is really hoping that Kelly is Bill's baby and not Liam's. And I actually would love that. He also is not a fan of Bill and Katie getting back together. He basically says, we've been there and we've done that. He loves Denise Richards on the show. And I could not agree more. I love Denise Richards on the show too. And like everyone else, he is over the best storyline. And he is ready for it to be over. And I completely agree with him. I think all of us do. Like enough is enough is enough. Okay? And we both agreed that Annika is doing a great job. Thank you so much, Ken, for getting in touch and for sharing your opinions. I love to talk to other people who love the bold and the beautiful. I love to hear everyone's opinion because 
my opinion will change depending on the week. And I am a Virgo, so I overanalyze everything. And I love to hear what other people think because a lot of times it gives you a different perspective on things. That's why I love podcasts because I will watch a show, right? And then I'll listen to a podcast about it and I will learn things that I didn't even notice and I will see things from different perspectives. So thank you so much, Ken, for your comments and for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate your support. Alright guys, that's all I got. So enough with the chit chat, let's get to the recap. So that brings us to Monday, April Fool's Day, April 1st. The show opens at Brooke's house with Ridge and Brooke. Brooke wants to know what the hell Taylor said about Thomas, Douglas, and Hope. Now it's clear that maybe Ridge is regretting bringing this up. So he starts to kind of backpedal because he clearly doesn't want to tell her everything Taylor said. (laughs) So he tells her only part of it. He tells her the part about Taylor wanting Hope and Douglas to spend time together. But he's reluctant to tell her the other part about Taylor wanting Thomas and Hope to spend time together. But then Ridge slips and he mentions Thomas's name and Right then, he makes it like a, he pauses and makes like a ridge face. And very quickly, Brooke figures it out like that. She's like, let me guess. She wants hope with Thomas so that uh, Liam can be with Steffi. And of course, Brooke sees right through Taylor's plan. Of course, she wants to break up Hope and Liam. I mean, she's been wanting to do that since she came back. Now we head out to the cabin with Hope, Douglas, and Thomas. Hope and Douglas are bonding, and it's very sweet. And Hope suggests that when herself or Douglas gets sad, that they can be there for each other. It was a really sweet moment, and they shake on it. Thomas also tells Hope that he really appreciates her help, and that he doesn't know what he would do right now if he didn't have her basically and for some reason it somehow the conversation I don't even honestly know it's kind of weird because it just jumped from talking about that to them talking about Caroline so anyway the point is Thomas explains that him and Caroline were just not good as a couple they were better as friends which they've already told us so I don't I don't really understand I probably could have just left that out Sorry, guys. Then Hope shows Douglas uh, the pictures of Caroline that she has. And it was a really touching moment because he, he loved looking at the photos of his mom. Now we head over to Spencer Publications in Bill's office with Katie and Bill. They're just finishing their setup dinner. And they are determined to figure out who is setting them up. Who is their Cupid? They're a mystery matchmaker. So they text Wyatt to meet them at Katie's house, and they head over there. Meanwhile, at Katie's house, Donna, Will, and Justin are playing poker. And, of course, Will is winning. Then Wyatt arrives, and he admits that he has no idea why Bill called him over to Katie's house. 
A few minutes later, Katie and Bill arrive, and they want to talk to all of the adults. So they start one by one accusing everyone. So they accuse Donna, and she promises that it wasn't her, and they believe her. Then they accuse Justin, and he says it's definitely not him because he knows better. So that leaves Wyatt, and Wyatt adamantly denies having anything to do with it. And then they think about what the chef said. And she said that this was being paid by William Spencer. They put two and two together and they realize it's probably Will. I just have to say that I knew it. I told Tim last week, and if you didn't listen last week, you really should go back and listen because it was a good episode. I told Tim last week on the podcast that I thought the Cupid was Will. So Katie and Bill go upstairs to talk to Will. And Will admits that it was him who set them up. But then he gives like the sweetest speech about just wanting to be a family and make them happy, etc. He also says that he sees something between them that they don't. And the reason that he did it was so thoughtful that he really didn't get in too much trouble. But Bill did tell him no more credit card fraud. And that anything is possible and you never know what might happen in the future. And that's how Monday ends. I'm so sorry guys for my voice. And the way I sound, I have a really bad sinus allergy attack going on today. Of course, the day I have to record, I'm having issues. So just bear with me. So that brings us in to Tuesday, April the 2nd. The show actually opens at Katie's house, but we're going to circle back to that. We're going to start at Brooke's house with Brooke and Ridge. Brooke is quite upset. About Taylor's meddling. She says the nerve of that woman. And then Ridge has the nerve to ask Brooke not to make a big deal out of it. Seriously Ridge? Seriously? What did he think would happen when he told her what Taylor said? Did he honestly think she would be like, you know what? I'm just going to let it slide. No. It's Taylor. Okay? Okay. I don't, I don't know what Ridge was thinking, but I'm glad he told her. Okay, so now we go back out to the cabin with Hope, Douglas, and Thomas. Honestly, I'm not sure where they're going with this. I haven't decided yet. Like, on one hand, I think it could be exciting. But on the other hand... I just don't know. Like, are they really trying to get us to believe that after all of these years of Hope loving Liam, she's just going to all of a sudden not want him anymore and be with Thomas? I don't know. This is, I don't know what I think about this. There's not really much to talk about here. Hope and Douglas are still bonding. They're like two peas in a pod. They have a sweet moment, and then Douglas and Thomas go back to Brooke's house. A few minutes later, 
Brooke stops by to see Hope and to check on her. And Hope tells her about what happened last week when Douglas asked her to be his mommy. And this shocks Brooke. So Hope explains how it all happened. And it's clear that Brooke is worried. And Hope definitely picks up on that. And she wants to know what's up. But surprisingly, Brooke doesn't actually come out and tell Hope about Taylor's plan. Which I was kind of surprised because I thought that's probably why she went there. But Brooke keeps circling like around it but never actually tells her. She basically just says she needs to make sure she pays attention to Liam. And she needs to know that working on herself and her marriage is the most important thing right now. So I was kind of like, hmm. Because I figured... She was going to tell her what Taylor thought or what Taylor's plan was anyway. And that way Hope could be like on guard. I would have. Back at the main house, back at Brooke's house with Ridge and Thomas. Thomas put Douglas to bed and he runs into Ridge in the living room. And Ridge just wants to check to make sure Thomas is okay. As you can imagine... He is worried about how this might affect Douglas overall, like even in the future. But he's really thankful for Hope's help. The two seem to have a bond, definitely. Douglas and Hope, so he's explaining all this to Ridge. And Thomas starts going on and on about how special Hope is, etc., etc. And Ridge is like, hmm, I need to remind you of something, So then he tells him not to forget that Hope's a married woman, married to Liam. But Thomas assures Ridge that uh, it's not like that. He's not interested in Hope that way. Like, that's not what it is. And he knows she's married. There's nothing to worry about. He's just really thankful to have her help with Douglas. Now we circle back to Katie's house with Bill, Katie, and Will. Will is so relieved that they are not mad at him and that Bill is actually proud and impressed that he had a dream and ran with it. When Katie and Bill come downstairs, they inform Donna, Wyatt, and Justin that Will is definitely guilty. They are all super impressed that he could pull all of this off being so young. And they were very, very proud of him. Wyatt has a great question. How in the world did Will figure out their passwords? And then Katie and Bill both look a little embarrassed. They kind of look away. And they admit that they have the same password. And it's Will's birthday. And everyone just rolls their eyes and they're like, "Um, even we know not to do that. So they all agree that... There's one thing Will is right about. Everyone sees something between Katie and Bill. They just don't see it. So this, okay, at this point, Katie and Bill are over people in their business. So they just kick everyone out. Bill says if they agree to leave, if they just get out, he'll pay for their dinner. And it was pretty funny. So then on top of all of that... Right? There's a knock at the door. And Will's struck again. 
He actually ordered dessert earlier. So then they call him downstairs and they have a sweet family bonding moment, eating dessert and laughing and having fun. And that's how Tuesday ends. So that brings us into Wednesday, April the 3rd. I'm going to be honest, guys. This was a hard day to write notes because we are bouncing all over the place today. All right. So we start out at Forrester Creations in the executive office with Wyatt, Quinn, Sally, Ridge, and Eric. Sally informs them that she has decided to stay at Forrester. And they're all super happy that Sally's back. Well, maybe not Quinn so much. Quinn keeps making little digs. Like, she has a smile, but she's saying little digs. So she says, oh, you know what? It's good that Wyatt and Sally won't be working together. Because there's a such thing as too much time together, you know? And of course, Wyatt points out that Quinn and Eric work together. And I'm like, that's a really good point, Wyatt. And that shuts up Quinn for a few minutes anyway. Now we head over to the side office with Zoe and Hope. They start out talking about work. But then Zoe has the nerve to talk to Hope about having another baby. I mean, really. Zoe has some nerve talking to Hope about any of this stuff. If she's not going to say the truth, then she should keep her mouth shut and leave Hope alone. You know what? I hope she gets fired when the truth comes out. Don't get me wrong, I don't hate Zoe, but I don't love her either. So Zoe proceeds to tell Hope that she has to have another baby. And etc, etc. And I'm like... (sighs) And she's clearly upsetting Hope. So, the whole thing made me angry. Not gonna lie. Now we go back to the executive office with Quinn and Wyatt. Everyone else is gone except for these two. And Quinn starts her campaign to get Wyatt and Flo together. And she wants Wyatt away from Sally. That's becoming very clear. She didn't say those exact words, but... It's clear. Like, I see right through her. Okay? (laughs) Come on. So, Quinn wants Wyatt to help Flo find her father. Like, he found his. Now we head over to the cabin with Liam and Brooke. Brooke has stopped by to check on Liam, but also to warn him about Taylor's plan. At first, Liam is like, yeah, I know. I know what Taylor thinks. She's not subtle. Then Brooke adds the Thomas and Hope together part, and Liam is caught off guard for sure. So Liam assures Brooke that he loves Hope, and he is not going to let anything take her away. And right after he says this, Hope arrives home, and she wants to know what's going on. I told you guys we're heading all over the place today. Now we head over to the bikini bar. Flo is working and Zoe stops by to talk about Hope. But she's really rude. Zoe tells Flo she needs to take Reese's advice 
and leave town now. She needs to be back in Vegas. And she's being so rude. It's like rude AF. And I'm thinking, excuse me? What are you doing? I loved Flo's reaction. She basically says, if I leave town, it will be on my own terms, not because of your orders. And then Flo tells Zoe that she doesn't think she is trying to be a very good person because they should go over there right now and tell Hope the truth. And, of course, Zoe gets even more attitude. But before this can, like, really go any further, Wyatt walks in. And he notices the tension. And, of course, he wants to know what's up. Very smartly, Flo uses Danny. Do y'all remember the hot model slash bar manager? Flo uses Danny and Zoe's working together as the connection for her knowing Zoe. And I thought, wow, that's quick thinking. Like, that was smart. Wyatt, so Zoe leaves, and Wyatt basically just came to see if Flo was upset by all the things that Quinn was telling her at El Giardino the other day. You know, about all the finding your dad stuff. So he wants to know if Flo really wants to find her dad. Or is it just his mom pushing her? And then he lets her know that if she decides to do it, he will absolutely be there to help her. Which is very sweet. I'm going to be honest, though, I'm not quite sure if Sally will think it's so sweet or what she will think about all of this. Okay, now we're headed back to Forrester Creations in the side office with Quinn and Sally. Sally tries to tell Quinn that she gets why she doesn't like her because of her past. But that she really loves Wyatt and she will do whatever it takes to make him happy. It was a really heartfelt speech. And you know what? Quinn never ceases to amaze me. Because instead of her usual, I'm going to be a biatch, okay? I'm going to be rude and mean. You're not good enough for Wyatt, etc. She goes a totally different route. She's like, I'm going to kill her with kindness. So she, the whole time, she has this this big smile on her face. But she's saying very unfriendly things. Like very backhanded things. So she basically tells Sally that Wyatt is a free spirit. And she is just one of many women who come and go in his life. But she's really happy that Sally loves his free-spirited ways. (laughs) So Sally's like, what? He doesn't want to be free. He wants to be my boyfriend. And with the most condescending tone and condescending expression with this smile on her face, Quinn's like, oh, Of course, yes, of course he does, sure. Like, very rude. Now we head back to Brooke's house again with Ridge and Brooke. 
And Ridge wants to know what Brooke was up to. And as soon as she says she went to talk to Liam, he already knows what the topic was. Taylor. And Ridge is not that happy about it. Because he wanted Brooke to not make a big deal over this. But Brooke's basically saying, look, I'm just giving them a heads up. Okay? I'm just trying to protect them. Like any mother would. Now we head back to the cabin with Hope and Liam. Hope wants to know what Brooke wanted. And she definitely knows something was up. And I'm like, why is no one telling Hope about Taylor's plan? I don't understand why Brooke didn't tell her. I don't understand why Liam doesn't tell her. He doesn't, though. So, he just kind of brushes it off, you know? And Hope's like, oh, I assume she's here worried about me, telling you there's something you could be doing more, whatever. And Liam's just like, yep, exactly. And I'm like, why are they keeping this from her? So then Hope explains that she cannot be the same person that she was before Beth. And of course, Liam understands and he hugs her. And she admits that she had a conversation with Zoe earlier. And that's why she ran out of the office and came home so early because it upset her. Because Zoe was going on and on about her having another child. Which is so not her place. And I'm like, really? I mean, it really upset Hope, stupid Zoe. So poor Hope, she's really struggling. And Liam tries to cheer her up. He assures her that she doesn't see it now. But one day they will have a family because he's never going to give up. And he knows there's a child out there that's meant to be theirs. He just knows it. And that's how Wednesday ends. Guys, I am really sorry right now. It is really, really bad weather. So I apologize if you hear in the background the thunder and rain. If it gets too bad, I'll stop and take a break and then come back. But for now, we'll keep going. So that brings us in to Thursday, April the 4th. The show opens at Brooke's house with Brooke and Ridge. And I'm going to tell you guys, I'm getting irritated with Ridge at this point. Because he's the one who brought up to Brooke what Taylor, what Taylor said. Like Taylor's plan. But now he's arguing with her because she's worried about it and taking action by going to talk to Liam. And I'm like, Ridge, pick a lane. Okay. One minute he's telling Brooke the dirt, the next minute he's taken up for Taylor. It's getting on my nerves. It's annoying me. But eventually they work it out. And as always, they end up on the couch holding hands, which is sweet. And Thomas comes in and he tells them Hope has been a godsend for him and Douglas. And he feels that he does not know what he would do if he did not have hope right now. And this concerns Brooke. You can tell by her facial expressions that this is kind of starting to worry her. Now we head out to the cabin. And Hope is obviously really sad and hurting. She is hugging a baby blanket and just staring off into space. And I'm like, how much longer do we have to live this nightmare? I mean, really. 
it's clear that Hope is struggling. And in walks Douglas. And he's alone. He took it upon himself to go see Hope. And the poor guy, he's really sad. So these two are perfect for each other right now. They have a connection, that is for sure. So the poor guy, he misses his mommy. And Hope explains that when you lose someone... You go through a lot of different emotions and that it's okay to feel sad or mad or happy or whatever you feel. It's normal. So a few minutes later, Thomas comes in to check on Douglas and to thank Hope for her help. And Hope loves that she's helping Douglas. Like she just loves that she can help. It's making her feel better. And Thomas wishes there was something he could do to help Hope with her sadness and grief. And I'm, I'm, okay. We get it. Hope and Douglas are bonding. Got it. We got it. We don't need a hundred scenes of the same thing over and over. We got it. They're bonding. Check. Okay? This is like the millionth scene now. We get it. Now we head over to Forrester Creations in the side office with Sally and Quinn. And they're continuing their convo from earlier. And Sally tells Quinn, let's just be honest and get everything out on the table. How do you really feel about me and Wyatt as a couple? And I'm thinking, Sally, what are you doing? Because you might not like her answer. So Quinn basically says all she wants is for Wyatt to be happy. And on that, they agree. And Eric walks in. And he's super happy that Sally's back. And we learn that Sally is going out of town for a few days to see her grams. And when Quinn hears this, she gets a really devious look on her face with this weird smile. Because she realizes this is her chance to push Flo and Wyatt together. She's so transparent. So Sally leaves. And Quinn explains to Eric that she basically would rather Wyatt be with Flo. And of course, then she has to explain who Flo is. And she does. And she also explains that Flo's mother, Shauna, and her were at one time best friends. And I had to laugh because even Eric gets it. Like, even Eric was like, Oh, okay, I see what's happening here. And I was like, yeah, Eric, we all see what's happening here. Now we head over to Bikini. And we continue our convo between Wyatt and Flo. She's not sure if she wants to find her father. And Wyatt is kind of trying to talk her into it. He thinks it would be a good thing. And it works. Because they leave and they go buy one of those at-home DNA kits. And then they go back to Flo's apartment together. And Wyatt assures Flo that it's better for her to know than to not know. And he will be there for her no matter what. I don't know. What do you think Sally's going to say about that? So Flo tells Wyatt that she should really call her mother and tell her about this whole idea. So we finally get to see Shauna a.k.a. Denise Richards. She answers Flo's call, and she is not happy about Flo wanting to find her father at all. She actually tells her to drop it. She doesn't need him. She doesn't need to find him. 
And then she basically hangs up on Flo. And Flo and Wyatt are very surprised at her reaction. But Wyatt makes a really good point. Wyatt tells Flo that she's an adult and it's not her mother's decision anymore. It's hers and hers alone. So after talking back and forth, Flo decides that she doesn't care what her mom thinks. She wants to know the truth. And then they hug it out. And Wyatt is super supportive. And that's how Thursday ends. So that brings us in to Friday, April the 5th. The show opens in Bill's office with Bill and Justin. Bill wants Justin to stop nagging him about his personal life. So then Bill asks Justin about him and Donna. And that shuts Justin up real quick. So basically, they're talking about work and stuff. And Bill tells Justin he has a meeting with Quinn to discuss Wyatt's future at Spencer because she still has Wyatt's power of attorney and everyone knows how Quinn is. So Bill is really not happy about this meeting. Then Katie and Will stop by to visit which makes Bill really happy and Will is so proud of himself for pulling off his little setup. And he thinks it was a great success because he reminded Katie and Bill how good they are together and how much they laugh together. Will is really using his cute kid charm to try and get Katie and Bill back together and it might work. He even suggests to Justin that he needs to step it up with Donna and I had to laugh at that. So that, you know, makes Justin take off real quick. And Katie and Bill are both concerned because they don't want Will to get his hopes up too much. But Will's convinced that they're going to get back together. There's, they can't really change his mind. He's convinced. Now we head over to Flo's apartment. And Wyatt has just showed up with coffee. And he lets Flo know that Sally's out of town. So he has extra time to check on her. Hmm. Flo hasn't gotten any hits yet from her DNA kit. I'm sorry, but don't those DNA kits take like weeks to get processed and put in the system? Maybe there's a fast track one for rich people. (laughs) So I thought this was funny because this is how I am. Flo and Wyatt are talking and Flo says, I mean, Wyatt. What if I find my dad and he's a serial killer? I just had to laugh at that because my husband always says that I always think of the worst scenario. But I just feel like I'm being realistic. Okay? I'm thinking about, like, what could happen, like, the worst so that you're not, like, disappointed. But I just thought that was funny because that's something I would probably say. So, Flo is worried about how her mother is going to react if she finds out who her father is. But Wyatt assures her that his mom was the same way and eventually she came around and eventually Flo's mom will come around too. And Flo thanks Wyatt for being there for her through all of this because she never would have done it on her own. Now we head over to Forrester Creations in the executive office with Eric and Quinn. We learned that Quinn reached out to Shauna and found out that she's actually in town to see Flo. So she set up a meeting with her so they can catch up. 
and Eric's really happy for her because Quinn is super happy. Like, I haven't seen her this happy in a while. So when Shauna arrives, Quinn is just ecstatic. They hug and, you know, you know how it goes when you see an old friend or an old best friend you haven't seen in a while. By the way, Denise looks so pretty. Wow. That was off topic, but I just thought I'd add that in. So, Shauna meets Eric, and she's really happy for Quinn. And Eric excuses himself because he has a meeting. So, Quinn and Shauna catch up. They chit-chat about everything, including Wyatt and Flo. And Shauna brought photos from the old days. You know, the con that would totally embarrass Flo and Wyatt if they were there. And there is some cool pictures in there. So, if they posted it on their social media, on the Bold and the Beautiful social media, if you guys want to check it out. I think I retweeted it, too. If you, you can go on mine and look, too. Because I think, I'm pretty sure I retweeted it. There were some cool pictures. So, we learned some more about Shauna. She works at a casino boutique. She has a small condo in a nice neighborhood, and she's single. They talk about Wyatt finding his dad and Flo wanting to find her dad, and Shauna clearly gets weird and uncomfortable. And then Quinn tells her that Wyatt finding his dad was a good thing for the most part, and it changed his whole life because his dad is, like, super rich. And when Quinn tells her his name, Bill Spencer, Shauna is like, wait a minute, the Bill Spencer? And Quinn is like, yeah. And then Shauna just totally freaks out. She's like, you are telling me that Bill Spencer is Wyatt's father? And Quinn's like, yeah. So, like, yeah, what, why? And that's how Friday ends. With a cliffhanger, which is my favorite way to end the soap week. Alright, so that's the end of the week. Let's analyze this, break it down. Alright, let's talk about Zoe. No. Okay? No. I don't like the way Zoe is treating Flo. Zoe walked in that bar and treated Flo like she was the criminal. She was the problem. Are you kidding me? Flo wants to tell the truth. I just, mm mm. Zoe is on the last nerve. Okay? Enough said. Bill and Katie. The whole mystery, Cupid, the mystery matchmaker. It was cute. It was a cute little storyline, and I was pretty sure it was well. I see what he's trying to do. And I get it, because every kid wants their parents together. But again, like I told y'all before, I cannot make up my mind on this, because I am on the fence. I really like the chemistry that Bill and Katie have together, but at the same time, I we've done this multiple times, and I don't want Katie hurt again. Or Will, for that matter. Alright, moving on, let's talk about Quinn. Quinn is so transparent because I already know what she's trying to do. She wants Wyatt with Flo 
because she likes Flo. She loves Flo. And she doesn't like Sally, which I think is kind of messed up in a way because we all know. I mean, let's just be honest. We all know that Quinn used to be unstable and she's done some very horrible things. Worse than stealing someone's designs. If you're new to the show, you should really go back and check out how Quinn was when she first came to town. And the things that she did to Liam, just Liam alone. She's done things to so many people. I mean, she literally pushed Ivy off of a bridge so that she could mess up Hope and Liam getting back together. Like, and that's not all. Like, she's kidnapped Liam. It goes on and on. So she's being quite judgy of Sally, which I'm a little surprised. I don't know how this is going to work out. We'll have to just see. I do love the friendship between her and Shauna. I think that could be very interesting. Because Quinn, let's face it, doesn't not have very many friends. I don't have that much to say about Hope and Douglas Thomas Liam thing. The only thing that stood out to me really this week is Brooke and Liam both not telling Hope about Taylor's plan. Like, they both purposely left her out of the loop, which I don't get. Like, I don't understand that at all. You would think they'd give her like a heads up. Like, look, Taylor's coming for you. Just get prepared. I don't know. I'm wondering that. Maybe I'm making it a bigger deal than it is. Maybe it doesn't even matter. But I just found it odd that they didn't tell Hope. Regarding the Hope and Thomas getting together, I'm I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm, again, a little on the fence. I think on one hand it would be exciting, but on the other hand, I think it would be hard for me to buy. Because, I mean... Hope's always wanted Liam, so it would be really strange if she just all of a sudden didn't. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I would like to know how much longer, though, Hope Hope is going to have to live this nightmare. Because we're all living it, and none of us want to. Now, let's talk about Sally and Wyatt for a second. I'm a little concerned for Sally and Wyatt because I'm afraid... That Sally is not going to be happy about Wyatt spending so much time with Flo and being so involved in her situation. So I'm thinking maybe this might cause trouble between Wyatt and Sally. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out if they're going the Thomas Wyatt Sally triangle or if they're going the Thomas Hope Liam triangle. I'm not sure on that yet we'll have to wait and see i guess the last thing i wanted to talk about was Flo. Flo clearly is feeling guilty and she really wants to tell hope the big question now on everyone's mind is who is Flo's father i'm hoping be i'm really hoping that it's deacon i don't know how they would make that work But I'm really hoping that's who it is. Because in my mind, if Flo finds out that Hope is her sister, 
and Beth is her niece, I feel like she would have to tell Hope. I don't think that she could handle the guilt and keep the secret any longer if she found that out. I'm just going to be honest now, guys. I'm just not crazy about the fact that if Bill is Flo's dad, then she dated her brother and was like high school sweethearts with him. And who knows what else they they did with each other together. So it's like, that's a lot, in my opinion. Like, oh, I'm not crazy about that. This show is like really big on incest, but it's always like inner, you know, it's not actual incest. It's like inner workings. Like, for instance, two people are related, but by marriage, not by blood. Or to like a sister has has married someone and then her other sister marries him or something like it's never like blood. This would be an actual they're half siblings. It's it's weird to me. I don't know. I think it's weird. But again, that's just my humble opinion. So I would love to hear what you guys think. Am I the only one who's a little creeped out? By this Wyatt flow storyline where they might be brother and sister. Am I the only one? I need you guys to get in touch with me and let me know. You can get in touch with me at thebolderandbeautifulpodcast.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you so, so much for listening. Can't wait to hear from you guys. I will be back in your ears next week. Maybe we'll find out who the father is. Until next time. Bye guys.